This is National Native News. I'm Art Hughes in Prantonia, Gonzales. The hopes and expectations from tribal leaders, activists, and ordinary citizens are revealing themselves in the days since the U.S. Department of Interior released its report documenting abuses at boarding schools set up to forcibly assimilate Native children. Many of those leaders used the phrase first step when talking about the report to emphasize its potential for change. Samuel Torres, the deputy chief executive officer for the National Native American Boarding School Healing Coalition, says as important as Interior's report is, it's more important to follow through with actions to ensure healing. We are, of course, encouraged, but we will continue to to hold folks accountable. We're, we're going to continue to hold folks toward to their word, and, and we hope to be able to see this collaboration uh, continue to persist, to be able to um, in, increase the engagement of tribal nations in this process. When releasing the report, Interior Secretary Deb Holland promised a year-long tour of the country to listen to and document Native people's stories about the boarding school era. She'll be taking testimony from people like Sasha Houston-Brown. Her father, Melvin Lee, was sent to St. Augustine Mission School in the 60s. He ran away after a series of humiliating abuses. Brown says her father actually sought refuge at a juvenile detention center rather than continue at the boarding school. He battled substance abuse throughout his life before committing to sobriety. Brown says her father, who died recently, struggled to cope with the trauma of boarding school his entire life. I'm really just thinking of all of the other descendants and survivors right now who maybe haven't had the ability to process their trauma and really kind of just holding them close in, in my thoughts right now, um, you know, as this news comes and how that might really impact folks who are maybe still keeping secrets or not sharing um, and have never told their family members. Brown says she is fortunate to have helped support her father as he processed his trauma and worked to heal. The Interior's report documented dozens of federal boarding schools that operated in South Dakota. It confirms the need for efforts to recognize and name those who never returned home. Lee Strubinger reports on one such project working to do just that. The new federal report shows South Dakota had 30 boarding schools, the fourth most in the country. Federal government policy forced assimilation for Native children, including language and culture eradication. Amy Sazu is Sichangu and Oglala Lakota. She's the executive director of the Remembering the Children Memorial Project. Sazu says there's more to come from the federal investigation. Very notably, it's it's just like a first step. Tons of records that still need to be located. Churches and offices and, and city offices and state offices that need to be held accountable. Um, graves and children that need to be found and protected. So far, the investigation has identified at least 500 deaths at boarding schools across the country. It's found 33 marked burial sites, six unmarked burial sites, and 14 locations with both marked and unmarked burial sites. The Interior Department says it will not disclose specific locations of burial sites to protect against grave robbing, vandalism, and other disturbances. Local researchers previously determined at least 45 children died at the Rapid City Indian School, which is now the location of the Oyate Health Center. The memorial project will honor those children at a spot behind West Middle School in Rapid City. The group will break ground on the memorial later this year. For National Native News, I'm Lee Strubinger in Rapid City. And I'm Art Hughes.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com. Support by Ameren, the 100% tribally owned insurance partner working with tribal governments and enterprises to provide effective commercial insurance coverage, strengthen Native American communities, protect tribal sovereignty, and help keep dollars in Indian country. Info at Ameren.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.